With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. All your favorite wagering options, in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and more. Stop by the Strip, any MGM property. Bring that Nevada ID, and you're ready to bet within minutes. State-of-the-art technology, fan-friendly specials. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Physically located in Nevada. Gamble responsibly, and if you have a problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. Lombardi Line on a Sunday. Hope you're doing well. We've got Dr. John... Giannini, pardon me. He uh, longtime coach at yeah, longtime coach at LaSalle. Did a great great job there. Last time I saw him, we had lunch together at the Oceans Casino. Really a good man. Teaches at uh, Rowan College on leadership. Uh, Tremendous coach. Always been around. Friend of Coach Ravelings as well. So I'm looking forward to talking to him. He'll give us some insight on who's going to get the LaSalle job. It's the great mystery around the area. (laughs) And you are an agent for your boy. I'm sorry, I forgot his name. Oh, my man, uh, co- Coach, uh, gee, now you caught <laughs> no, me I put, Sorry, I apologize. John Gallagher. I Gallagher. got it. John yep, Gallagher. I, I didn't have a senior moment there. I was rallying back. <laughs> That's my bad. Also, our buddy Gable's going to join. William Hill's going to stop by. So we're looking forward to it. Before, So we're going to close out 45 minutes national championship. So let's kind of transition back to the NFL. I don't know if you yeah. saw it this morning, but no. there Tell was a, there was whether it's Bleacher Report or ESPN, it was a credible source. They re, they said that DK Metcalf is available at the right price. Of do course, you, yeah. Do you believe that? I do. I do. I think that you know. I I think they're in a in a state where uh, I think any player is available now. I think you can get pretty much any player you want uh, because especially if that player hasn't signed a contract, doesn't have an extension. I think that to engage in a conversation over that, I think is is you asking John Schneider and Pete Cowher saying, are we going to pay DK Metcalf twenty million a year? They know the market, and so if somebody's willing to give us a really good deal, a you know, look, if Tyreek Hill goes for what he went for, what do you think? What do you, what do you think DK Metcalf's going to go for? DK Metcalf's not as good as Tyreek Hill, so there's you know, and I and I think as they try to remake their team in Seattle. I don't quite know what they're doing, but if they try to remake their team, perhaps Metcalf, you know, using his money going somewhere else would help them. If you know you're not going to sign them in the future, you're certainly going to listen to trade conversations. So no surprise there. Yeah, it's kind of a weird time for the Seahawks, right? 
just yeah, it is. such a it's long a period, extended period of, of success, and now it's And they've been drafting receivers. You know, it's funny. They've been drafting receivers left and right. I mean, last year they, they drafted a receiver with their first pick. I think it was in the second round, Etheridge, they, the kid they took from Miami. You know, so that they've been trying to – you know, they've been – it isn't like they got, okay, we got Metcalf, we got a number one receiver, we're going to be good, we're good to go. No, they've been trying to add – I mean, obviously Lockett's been really good, but Estridge they drafted in the second round last year. You know, so I don't see I don't see anybody on Seattle. I think what Pete's going to do in Seattle is try to get back to who Pete Carroll really is: is rebuild his offensive line, rebuild his defensive line, try to win with what he needs to do. And I think anybody's expendable at that point. Okay, I promise I'm not trying to titillate by bringing up this next name, but he did throw for scouts at the Michigan spring game, and that is yeah. Colin Kaepernick. So he is back in the. Is there a place for Colin Kaepernick now? What are you hearing? I can't imagine. I can't imagine a team would do that, but I also can't imagine that some of these teams. That, you know, I mean, look, if you are a Colin Kaepernick fan, the argument is: is how could you sign Mike Lennon last year and not Colin Kaepernick? Fair argument. No, but you couldn't win that argument. So you can't, you know, some of these backup quarterbacks in the National Football League, you know, have uh, less talent than Kaepernick. But what is Ka Kaepernick's talent? Football is a game where you just can't go away from. And not that Kaepernick was trying to go away from and he wanted to continue to play. However, when you remove yourself from the game, this isn't like, okay, I'm going to come back four years removed and still have my skill. It, it, workouts, to me, for quarterbacks are meaningless. They really are. I mean, we get all titillated about Malik Willis's workout. Oh, my God, he threw the ball. It, it's a workout. It's not a game. The, the quarterback position requires studying them in the game, feeling it, and uh, I just don't think that some team is going to say, okay, you know, we're going to pay a, a, a minimum contract. Now, he's had offers to be a backup. But I don't think he liked the contract. I, I, I don't think that's been in his, in, his, in, in his mindset. So do I think somebody's going to give him a contract above the minimum? No, I don't. The M. Lombardi NFL, you can check out Michael's tweets over there. You've had some thoughts about Daniel Snyder and the Commanders. Do you? Oh my. It, 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 this it, is a serious story, Patrick. It really this is. is. I mean, it's from front office, from the front office sports, I believe it's called. And, uh, you know, and, and obviously they're going to deny it. I don't know where this came from. Uh, this uh, A.J. Perez has been investigating this for front office sports. But if he does have dual books, I mean, this is not a good look for the owners. And this certainly could be the impetus to remove Snyder as one of the partners in the 32 partners. You know, because this isn't what, what typically partners do for, against one another. You know, one thing about the league, one thing about the National Football League, they, they compete against one another as hard as they can. But the 32 owners are normally unified Completely. I mean, when Al Davis was in the room, that wasn't necessarily true. But there is more unification of the 32 than ever. There's disagreement. Mike Brown doesn't like something or, you know, the Bidwell family may not like that. They're all they've come from an older school generation. But typically they can agree. Those 32 walk out of that room in full agreement. This thing here is going to stir that kettle. Alex Smith, the former commander quarterback, said earlier this week that the front office drama and just the drama that kind of permeates with the commanders does seep onto the field. Um, it does. You, you know, do you and remember, that? the punter said they have a great culture. Of course it does. Of course it does. I mean, I think there's no doubt it does. I think this has a, been a poorly run franchise that was bought by a guy who was a fan, and he's tried to run it like a fan. And, and, and there's, this is an organization that was rich in tradition, 
that had a waiting list for tickets that now are losing sponsors because of his mismanagement. Now, he can't go broke because the TV contracts and the revenue streams are so powerful that, you know, he can't. But if he was in any other business, he, he would have a foreclosure sign out in front of his lawn, <laughs> Bec- but not in this one. You talked to, I mean, it was such a proud franchise. I mean, nobody Tremendous. goes to, nobody goes to the games anymore. If there are they games, they're, they're, they're you going know, for the opposite. opponent. Remember, we said this earlier, the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifferent. Washington football fans are indifferent now. They don't hate them, they're indifferent. That's the worst place to be. There's no enthusiasm. And for all of, you know, when they hired Rivera, all he's going to, no, they're not enthusiastic about him. I mean, there's doubts about that. You know, I have doubts. As a football guy, I have doubts. If I were the president of the Washington football team, I would have doubts. Are we really going in the right direction? Do we really have a plan? You know, forget about the guy sitting at the top of the throne here. Like, like this is not good. And this was a once, once extremely proud franchise with a great, great, and I cannot underscore the word great enough, fan base. Yeah, one of the best in the NFL to one of the worst. There's really no other way to put it. The season win total for the Commanders set at seven and a half. Why don't you go inside that and tell me what you think? Seven and a half. Well, I, I mean, the couple questions you have, right? I mean, is are they going to get better on defense? Will they improve defensively? And so when you're breaking that down, when you're trying to answer that question for the Commanders, you're saying, okay, the first thing you're going to say, well, Chase Young's back. Well, they were horrible on defense when Chase Young was healthy. So that stopped that right there. You know, and so, like, what is Jack Del Rio going to do to enhance this defense to play better? What, what are they going to be able to do to stop people from moving the ball so effectively on them on third down? I don't think you can say that. I think, to me, they are not not a good team at all. I think that that's the biggest problem with them. They're not they're not well choreographed in terms defensively. And then offensively, I think their offensive line has gotten worse, Patrick. I, I didn't think it was very good last year, but now I think it's gotten worse. You know, they lose Sharif, their starting right guard, who was really good. Now, you know, they're going to start, uh, you know, a second-round pick at right tackle, Wes Schweitzler at, at right guard, who was in Atlanta, you know, uh, they're going to start Norvell, who was a cut from, from Jacksonville and Leno. I mean, this is a makeshift offensive line behind a quarterback who is really has a hard time when he gets hit. He has a really hard time, and he has a propensity to want to throw the ball left-handed. I- I'm inclined to believe the under. I mean, I'm really inclined to believe the under because let's just have some facts here. Last year, they, they gave up. They, they allowed they – allowed, they were 22nd in yards allowed. Okay, that's not a really meaningful stat. But they were 25th in points allowed, right? They were 25th. They were 21st in creating turnovers. This is not a great defensive team, and they couldn't stop the forward pass. They gave up more touchdown passes than any team in the National Football League last year. That's just a fact. That's a fact. They couldn't stop it. They were the second-to-worst team on third down. And all we talk about is how great their defensive line is. And I believe this in my heart of hearts. If you're great in the defensive line, you should be great on third down. They're not. So that leads me back to peel back the layer. Maybe they're not as great as we think they are on the defensive front. You know, and then offensively, you know, I don't think they're very good. They were 20th last year. I think Heineke tried to play as well as he could, you know, at the end of the year. But, I mean, there was a period there where, I mean, I know they got on that four-game win streak. But after that, you know, when they had to go down to Dallas and they, you know, they lose it, they went, they lost the last, they lost four of the last five games. They beat the Giants 10-7. They beat the Giants in a thriller 10-7. I mean, not not, not 10-7, I'm sorry, 16-7. 
uh, 22 to seven. But I mean, the reality of it is, is I don't think they're a good team, and I don't, and I think they haven't had a good because they haven't addressed the number one issue of their football team, which is improve the quarterback. They still need a quarterback. I mean, they should be on Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield's better than Wentz. I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan, but he's better than Wentz. There's our quote for the day. I like it. I'm not a Baker fan, but he's better than Wentz. Uh, another thing, see, it feels like the offseason for them has been spent what we're going to call them. And they went with Commanders, which does feel like an arena football league name. You know, it does. C- it really does. It's, it's just it, it, a little uh, Would you expect anything less from this front office? I mean, seriously, this, the, the, if there is a team that needs an ownership change more than ever, it is the Washington football team. There's no doubt. They need to rebrand themselves. They really do. And and as long as he remains the emperor, they can't rebrand themselves. We'll transition back to the national championship game tomorrow, North Carolina, Kansas. Dr. John Giannini, pardon me, joins us next here at Lombardi Line. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, Brent, thank you. The NFL draft is right here in Las Vegas, and we're going to have extensive coverage including mock drafts from Matt Humans and Michael Lombardi, of course, former NFL GM. Me on a mock draft. No, 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 no. Don't sell that. No, I'm not mocking. No, I'm not mocking. Okay. I, this is, this is, I'm just reading from this piece of paper. <laughs> I don't want to mislead anybody. No, I'm I got you. I got you. We, Matt Humans will provide a mock draft. Also, oh, he's v- great at it. I'll help him, but he'll, you know, he can do it. <laughs> okay. Mike Pritchard, of course, who was a first round pick. Sean King, Super Bowl winning champ. We're going to give you insight on who to bet on. Also, legendary sports broadcaster, voice of the Raiders, Brent Musburger, will give his draft best bets in our NFL draft betting guide. Sign up today to get full access to VSIN through the Masters, the start of the MLB season, and NFL draft for only 19 bucks. It's a great offer. VSIN.com slash draft. And let's be clear no mock 
from Michael. That is I will happening. do everything I will give out. I will write and give out all the information that I hear from the grapevine, uh, which is will be fairly extensive around draft time. So I have no problem doing that. You're just not going to get me into that Mel Kuyper chair. There's just no way. <laughs> long, no long time college basketball coach, Dr. John Giannini joins us now, Michael. Mike, I believe you just, did you tell me you just had lunch with them not too long ago? Well, a couple years ago. We haven't been able to, we haven't reconnected since then. Good friend of Coach Raveling. Dr. John, good to have you on the show. We appreciate it. Before we start breaking down the tournament, uh, I am supporting the John Gallagher campaign for the LaSalle head coach. Am I going to be <laughs> disappointed or have we found our guy? I, I, I do not know. Uh, Gals is one of the names you hear along with a bridge coach like Fran Dunphy or, or Phil Martelli. And LaSalle really needs an arena. And Fran and Phil are two of the best fundraisers in the city, been very uh, active with Coaches versus Cancer. So they could go with a bridge guy or they could go with Gallagher, uh, who's a mutual friend and the most positive person on earth. And he would get everyone in LaSalle believing they're going to go undefeated. He'd get them thinking they'll be in, <laughs> in, uh, in Houston next year. That could be his opening line at the, at the press conference. Get, get your tickets for Houston, everyone, because Michael and I know Coach Gallagher, but he, his positivity is astounding. He does, yeah, Michael. No he's doubt. got that muscleman vibe to him, doesn't he, Michael? He does. He does. He's very encouraging. But I think Coach John's so right. I mean, you know, it, it's Dr. John's right at the sense that LaSalle needs an arena. You know, all these schools that play in the Big Five have have always played at the Palestra. They have a little on campus. Villanova obviously has a beautiful arena. But Villanova could go down and sell out the Wells Fargo. They're a national brand. These other teams quite there. I thought St. Joe's has a really beautiful venue. Billy Lang, uh, when Martelli was there, they revamped that. So it's a it's a better place. Temple, the same thing with McGonagall Hall. They've kind of revamped it. But, but LaSalle needs one badly. LaSalle needs it and if they're going to keep up with all these other schools. Dr. John. Oh, please. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. We, I want to make sure I ask you about this because obviously we've got the big game tomorrow. But before we get to the national championship game, Kansas and the win over Villanova. What can we take as betters and observers into the national championship game? What did you see from Kansas yesterday that impressed you so much? Well, I, I, I think they're peaking. First, uh, and, and actually everyone will point to the more injury for Villanova, but given that he, he Daniels played so well in his stead, I just think it was that Kansas was that good. And Villanova's a tough matchup um, uh, in terms of heavily favoring Kansas. I mean, they, they got to help on McCormick inside, and that created really open threes. And it's amazing. So I know Michael's background is in football. That's complicated. Basketball is simple. If you got a big guy and two guys got to guard him, it's going to open up threes. And Kansas is peaking right now. Defensively, uh, execution, chemistry, I, I, I'm really high on Kansas. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, the way McCormick played in the 29 minutes, Coach, I thought was sensational. And, and his ability to take the game over. And then Ogajobi, the way he played. I mean, this is something that we really hadn't seen. I mean, the, since the second half of Miami, their two best players have taken the game over. The last 60 minutes, I think they've been the best team in the tournament. Yeah, I, I think so. And, you know, not to jump ahead, but, of course, North Carolina has a great center of their own, Baycott. But that injury, I think, is the real thing. I know I'm talking broadcasting not to predict uh, injuries, but this 
looks serious. And uh, McCormick's interesting because his stats are not uh, eye-popping, but everyone who has played against him has said, hey, forget about the stats. He's as gifted and as talented as any big man in America, and he showed that yesterday. So the combination of McCormick playing the way he is and Baycott's injury in North Carolina's I mean, complete lack of depth. And here's the other thing. Coach Davis for North Carolina saying all the right things. Hey, we got a game in two days. That's the game we want to win. Beat North Carolina is great, but that's over. But you can't deny the emotional investment in a game like that. And all of us have a very finite amount of emotion. And uh, I think that'll cost North Carolina a little bit. On the other hand, Kansas had an easier route. I think they'll be fresher, um, more ready to go as well. The epic, we thought it, we hoped for an epic game with North Carolina and Duke, and it paid off, Coach. Just give me your thoughts and observations on last night's epic game. Back and forth. Again, basketball is a simple sport. At the end, it came down to making shots. Uh, I, I, I thought that... Um, uh, you know, the, the big three by Manic uh, loves big three. It, it, at the end, it's just making shots. Um, but back and forth game could go either way. I do think it's really crystal clear at this point that it's hard to win a national championship with a one-and-done route. Hmm. North Carolina is a, a little bit older. Kansas is a little bit older. And we see that formula prove true once again. Um so a lot of credits in North Carolina, but the, the Baycott injury at the end is, is a pretty big deal. I think it is, too. I mean, he tried to shake it off. You could tell he really didn't have a, a lot of power in it. It's going to be interesting if it swells today and, and how it reacts today. Usually after the injury, that's when you get really the most uh, problems that arise because of that. But I couldn't agree more with you, Coach. I think this. Uh, I think there was a moment during that Duke game, especially down the stretch. Obviously, they missed their free throws. But the unit, unification of their players having been together – I do think the way Kentucky hasn't won since since 12, haven't been to the finals since 15, and now Duke, as talented as they are with all these lottery picks, I mean, I, these one-and-dones make it hard, but I don't think it's going to change. Do you? So it's intoxicating, and there's two programs that live off of it, but how can you look at a Ben Carroll and say, hey, I don't want to coach a guy like that, and then tell the next group of recruits, hey, look at what Ben Carroll's doing in the NBA. He just made the all-star team, and you know, this is how we're going to develop you. So I, I think it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. I think those two programs can get those players. I think it's impossible not to want them. Uh, you're going to win darn near 30 games every year. I just don't know if you could beat the older teams when it counts. And I, I don't see them, like you said, stopping that habit. So yeah, I don't either. I, I, I don't – and I think, you know, look, but when you go through North Carolina's roster, I mean, you know, there's enough Gatorade All-Americans on North Carolina's <laughs> team. I mean, Love was a – I mean, they got – you know, there's enough Gatorade to go around for everybody. I mean, he was the best player in the state of Missouri. Didn't go to Missouri, went to – so you can still do it and get what we call five stars. You just got to maybe develop them a little longer. I, I think there's a sweet spot, you know, and it's interesting. The only valid predictor out there for whether someone's going to make the NBA and have a career is if you're a top-10 player in your high school class. Uh, that's held pretty true. Uh, so I think there might be a sweet spot, and Jay Wright certainly has identified it. He actually stopped recruiting some of those guys, and he kind of downplays and says, you know what, we would if we could, but we're not as 
set up for those kind of recruits. But in, 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 when he's really drinking a tooth serum, he also says, but you know what, we found out that wasn't us. We, we kind of learned that. And I think there's a sweet spot in there where you could get that guy who, who has NBA potential and national championship potential, but they're not trying to leave in a year. Doctor, just got about a minute left. So combine Baycott, the injury, and the emotional drain from last night, it sounds like you're leaning Kansas. Is that fair? Yeah, I think leaning heavy that way, and I'll give you two other reasons. Remy Martin was quiet last night, but he's the best sixth man in college basketball right now. Uh, speaking of Villanova, Dante DiVincenzo was uh, the sixth man for Villanova and also MVP of the national championship game. Remy Martin can be that kind of guy. And just shot selection. Like, Abaji gets his shots out of the offense. I think Love sometimes takes things into his own hands. So I think I think Kansas is more efficient, uh, has better shot selection. I think they got a potential game changer off the bench and the injury, the emotional factor, and I'd, I'd be very surprised if North Carolina won. Great stuff, Doctor. Thank you so much for the time. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. Michael, we'll catch up. Thank you. I hope so, Coach. Thank you so much. There he is. Okay, bye-bye. Great job. Hevel, heavily, pardon me, leaning Kansas. It sounds like he's waiting on Kansas. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a little bit like the Super Bowl, right? You watch these two teams play, and, you know, you know the Rams are the better team, and there's some momentum that's certainly carried, and they didn't cover. And I think as as coaches, he's a, he's a purist, right? He's only going to evaluate. He's not looking at the line. He's looking at these teams. And Kansas, the last 60 minutes is really impressive. Gable's next. Lombardi line. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Wendy's. Wendy's. We got to get some breakfast. Michael, you know what? We'll meet up after the show and we'll grab some. You're Wendy's. killing me with Wendy's. I'm going to drive there after the show. You're killing me because I think you stole my copy. Where is it? The Baconator. You can get it. It's the official breakfast of March Madness. Michael Lombardi took it. He got so hungry. Get the Baconator. I want those pajamas. I want those pajamas Reggie Miller has. They, they look nice and cozy. <laughs> get some PJ bottoms. Get a croissant. Get a hot or cold coffee. Some OJ and some PJ. Yeah, I didn't realize. I'm going to have to ch- take a look next time I'm watching the Wendy's commercial. He's got some sweet PJs on. That's good to they know. Got some sweet ones on. Looks like They look like warm-ups. They look like the Indiana warm-ups, you know, with that red stripe going down, but without the without the, the off-white. They're all white. So. I got you. But, hey, look, you can't. You got to go get a Wendy's breakfast. I mean, there's nothing better than oh, uh, no. The Baconator is as good as anything. We appreciate Wendy's supporting the show, and we appreciate him supporting the tournament. Tremendous. And choose Wendy's. Choose wisely. I think the uh, – uh, impromptu read with Michael and I probably sold more Baconators than they can count. Let's bring in Thomas Gable. So uh, Dr. Co- Coach Giannini said he really liked Kansas tomorrow. And as we say hi to Thomas Gable, runs the race and sports book there at the Borgata. I think he's favoring Kansas as well because this number opened yeah. three and a half. We got to bet up to four and a half here. But Thomas Gable, if you were to set the number, what would you set it at? I'd set it at a six. Six. Kansas laying six. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I, I, I mean, you have to. 
you, you would get too much action. You would get too much action on 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 North Carolina, and it would mess up. So that's why. But but I think it's the same thing as the Super Bowl. When I was doing the Super Bowl, you know, to me, based on the way the Bengals had played through the season and the Rams, you know, that number was three and a half. It went to four. I thought that number should have been five. Now they they ended up covering, and certainly they, they proved the, my power rankings wrong. But I think this is what happens, especially with an eight seed that has played really well in the tournament. How do you quantify that based on the numerical data. That's the challenge you have, but as a, but as a book, you've got to set the number where you're going to get action on both sides. Yeah, I mean, you you have to respect the market and uh the market, you know, obviously as Patrick said, opened pretty much three and a half. I think there might have been some threes even opening last night and, you know, as we sit here this morning, it's pretty much four and a half. Um there might be some still some fours out there, but most part everybody's four and a half. Um you know, you look at the Duke, the Duke North Carolina line, right? And it's really a matter of, well, do you have Kansas power rated higher than than Duke? You know, we had um, four and a half as the line for Duke North Carolina. Uh, Kansas, uh, I believe, is a better team than than Duke. I uh, have them power rated higher, so I, I, you know, personally, I would make this game six. But again, uh, market right now is showing four and a half, uh, and. Listen, I think you're going to get action both ways on this game. Um, North Carolina coming out there, winning that game outright last night was was a great result uh, for for us because uh, it knocked out all of our Duke future liability. They were our biggest liability heading into the tournament, so it was nice to uh, have that. We we actually did win a little bit on the side as well uh, on that game, but very evenly bet uh, game overall, and not too much of a decision. Uh, the the decision for us yesterday was really the the Kansas Villanova game, uh, which went really well. Uh, we were taking you know Nova money throughout, and a lot of late Villanova money showed up here as well. And uh, Kansas, you know, after they got off to that start that they did, you just didn't feel like Villanova was ever really going to uh, make a run. Uh, especially with the way Kansas was shooting the ball. I mean, they shot better from three than they did from two. And it, it's very tough to beat a team, no matter how good you are defensively, when when someone's shooting as well as Kansas did last night. And this is a team that we said yesterday, they just seem to be clicking right now on all cylinders offensively. Uh, they showed it last night again. And it's, uh, it's going to be a scary prospect here for North Carolina uh, come tomorrow night. Yeah, Kansas shot over 53% from the field, but over 54% from three. Baji was great. So my only question for you, Thomas Gable, is what does it feel like to be rich? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was a good night. For, it's it was been a great tournament for, for you. Think about the tournament. Good, yeah, yeah it, was a good, it was a good tournament. Uh, it was a good night last night for the property. at two Chris Rock shows, and Will Smith didn't show up, so that worked <laughs> out to our advantage. And, wow. Uh, you had you Chris know, Rock there last night? I didn't realize that. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. Two shows, I bet there was. that was a hard ticket to get into. I bet that was a tough one. It, it was. It was. The resale value was uh, through the roof. But, uh, yeah, I mean, but, no, we made out well um, overall for the tournament, as, as Patrick alluded to. It's It's been a great tournament for us. Uh, up until this point, so uh, I can't complain. I mean, uh, March has been very kind uh, to us in college basketball. Thomas, how much do you put into the injury to Baycott in terms of what you think that may affect this game? Because I think that's going to be the ultimate factor. 
uh, here is if, if he can't go at 100 uh, percent and Manic, I thought, played sensational. I thought he was sensational. You know, the way he defended without fouling out was incredible. But without uh, Baycott, I mean, can, if he's not 100 percent, I think this the, your six might be the right number. Well, it's certainly going to be uh, a factor for, for North Carolina. I mean, listen, North Carolina was basically like your 76ers last night. They didn't, they didn't want to uh, get any production from the bench. And, um, you know, so having you know, Bassey scores 70 points down in the G League, but that's okay. We'll keep them down there in the G League. It's okay. We don't need them. It's all right. Just let them shoot down there. You know, that's all right. Go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, that's all right. Didn't mean to get you going there. Um <laughs> No, but, you know, Baycott, obviously, he's such a uh, contributor to this North Carolina team that if he's not 100%, I'm sure the guy's going to give it a go. But as you said, um, whether or not he's going to be 100% remains to be seen. But these guys expended a lot of effort last night, um, not only playing a lot of minutes, but also you have to take into account the the emotional effort that was put forth as well in that game. Because remember, this was Duke that they were playing, their arch rivals. So uh, they came out on top. There's probably, I don't want to say there's going to be a letdown, but there has to be some sort of emotional um, just kind of let it, air letting out of the, of the balloon, so to speak, after that a little bit. And now they have to get pumped back up here for, for Monday night for the national title. I mean, they're, listen, they're young kids. They can probably play a lot of minutes. But, yeah, the Baycott injury is uh, certainly something to keep an eye on and uh, look at reports throughout the day tomorrow as we get closer. We'll get, the, we'll get, we'll get them a Baconator. They'll have energy. Um, <laughs> did you, have you felt sad ever since Coach K hopped on the uh, golf cart and drove off into oblivion? <laughs> did you feel sad last night, Thomas? I did not. Listen, I was just uh, very happy that we got to see <laughs> as much Kansas and Villanova game as we did, you know, and it wasn't constant interruptions of, you know, Coach K uh, walking into the arena. And that Coach walk K, takes forever, uh, man. That walk uh, is... Yeah, having dinner and whatever else that they might have uh, taken the Villanova game off the air for to, to show for Coach K. But, no, I'm uh, I'm happy Tom- that his career's over. <laughs> Thomas, what was what was the biggest bet you took as soon as you posted this number last night? Was there a was there a, a max bet a uh, that you took? Yeah, we actually had uh, pretty much um, almost right away. Not they didn't grab the uh, the three and a half. They grabbed the the four and a half, um, which the three and a half was not available very long. I'll say that it was only a couple minutes. Um, they. Uh, Laid uh, fifty thousand for uh, North Carolina, or took the four and a half there on uh, or North Carolina. That's important to know, Patrick. You yeah, because that's the, yeah they're waiting on that number, and then with a fifty thousand dollar pick, you know that that that's an algorithm telling you. I'm not saying it's correct. I'm just saying that's obviously that's that's all playing the number, not the teams. I, I don't think you're going to have much of a decision, Thomas, tomorrow. I think it's going to be pretty much split. Do you agree or disagree? No, I, I do agree. I think. Uh, you're going to get uh, action on both sides in this game. I, I really do. I think, uh, you know, with the two programs, with the history that they have, uh, how they've looked in the tournament so far, uh, no team is really uh, leaking oil, so to speak. They, these are two teams that have been playing really well. And North Carolina, if you go back, you know, I, I remember back in the regular season when they were playing, I think it was their last game against Syracuse, and we were like, well, this game, it's really, they were sort of on the bubble at that point. And 
I believe that game went to overtime, where if they lost that game to Syracuse, North Carolina may not have even been in the tournament. Um, and here they are now finding themselves in the national championship game. Certainly they deserve to be in, but uh, I, re- I remember it wasn't too long ago where we were talking to North Carolina, were they going to be in or out? So uh, kudos to them to really rise to the occasion. I mean, this is a good basketball team, without a doubt. No doubt. I mean, they're fun to watch, too. And, you know, and they've got, I think what Coach John said in the last block, too, Thomas, is the veterans. I think we're seeing this, and we've talked about it all year. Veteran guard play, if you get guard play like they did from Love, and they didn't get it at Duke from Roach, I mean, that's the difference in the game. And so, were you getting much in-game? I thought that was the hardest game to in-game bet of all games that we were watching last night. Were you getting much in-game bet on the Duke? Because I couldn't tell who was going to win the game. Really, I couldn't tell who was going to win the game even with 40 seconds left. Both games got uh, decent in-play action last night, um, and yeah, I mean it was it, it was certainly back and forth um, for the Duke game for sure. And even with Nova, I mean, people when that number started jumping up, people were taking Villanova uh, in play as well. Our richest friend Thomas Gable. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, TG. Uh. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, you got a credit card, you get points, right? Well, with BetMGM, the king of sports books, you can get points, reward points, the loyalty program. Right there, you see it. BetMGM reward points, redeemable for online bonuses. Also, you go to an MGM resort nationwide, you can use your rewards as well. It's the best loyalty program out there. Love it. 21 years or older, 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Okay, Michael Lombardi there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here in Vegas. Our buddy Will Hill joins us. So before we get to the game, we got to clear up some controversy. And yeah. this is this is pressing on a Sunday because uh, hi Will um, and this New York City cast. So remember the other day I even went out of my way to text you how good I thought your beard looked. 
Yeah. Now we have controversy. It appears your wife or Michael is down on the beard. What's happening? Because I can't. No, move not on. me. Don't throw me under no bus. I'm uh, not a. I'm not an okay. anti beard guy. I'm is, a son of a barber. I'm not an anti beard. I'm not anti facial hair. Okay. Is it your no, wife I, that's not into she's it? She's not a huge fan of it. She thinks it looks disheveled. She's mentioned. She's thrown around the word homeless, which I think is insensitive. But she's thrown around <laughs> that word. Uh, I can never tell Patrick. You say you like it, but Michael, we know with Patrick, we never know what's tongue or cheek, what's real. No, or not, no. So I, I think it looks I sophisticated. Mean, I, I swear to. God, I looked up. I, I, I think. Uh, I thought I it was think Ryan Gosling. comments on your wardrobe or your facial hair or wait or anything. I think he's very sincere. Now, yes. when he comments on your financial institutions, I think he <laughs> tends to take some liberties. <laughs> However, that being said, I don't think he was insulting you. Not even a little bit. You're right. I was lying. You're my richest friend, not Thomas Gable. Michael. That's what I <laughs> No, The beard is money. I think it looks sophisticated. Keep it. Tell your wife that's the way it's going to be. Is that OK? That's good. That works for me. Okay. Now, here's the question I have for you. It's four and a half. Thomas Gable said he'd yeah. set it six. Uh, uh, the doctor, a coach we had on, said he loves Kansas, would set it higher than four and a half. What about the Will Hill number? Number's about right. I would lay probably anything over five, it would get a little dicey laying the five. You know, this North Carolina team, it almost feels like, you know, it reminds me of the Bengals a little bit. It almost feels like you're betting against Destiny if you're betting against them. That being said, Kansas is going to be more rested. You know, they haven't been tested at all. They had a nice, easy, breezy win uh, early last night. They get to sit back and relax while UNC is fighting to the death with Duke in just an incredible game. So uh, I, I would lean Kansas here. I think it's a little short. Anything over five, I probably wouldn't but at four and a half, Kansas is a play for me. Are you surprised that people at the Borgata will just jumped all over of uh, North Carolina? Three, I mean, he Thomas had it at three and a half and went to four immediately with some heavy bets. Yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because, you know, the rest and all that favors Kansas in terms of, you know, that aspect of it. But again, UNC, it's a little bit, they're like Cincy where, you know, the Bengals just the last month of the year carried that momentum into the playoffs. I mean, if you look at UNC, I think January 22nd is from that date on, they're basically one of the two or three best teams in the country. You know, Ken Palm, all these metrics. So, you know, maybe you're just, you're fading destiny here if you're laying the points. So, uh, you know, hopefully we get a good game. The tournament has been kind of mad. I think Duke UNC last night made up for some of that. The first game obviously wasn't great, but would lean towards, uh, you know, taking Kansas here. I do think Kansas wins a game. 153 on the total. By the way, you know, your Lakers, for those Oof. that don't know, Will Hill, big fan of Beards and the Lakers. Did you know <laughs> your Lakers are hosting the Nuggets? And if they win, they potentially could catch up with San Antonio and get into that play. And it's been a great year. Well, San Antonio seems to be that was uh, sarcastic. The, I will admit that was sarcastic. <laughs> Go ahead. San Antonio seems to play the Blazers every single night. And that I should have added that as one of my picks because I am going to bet the Spurs here minus the 15. They, the Blazers seem to lose by 40 every single night. But uh, the Lakers, it hasn't gone now. Like, you know, why would things change now? I think they're 32 and 46 against the spread. Uh, just a terrible roster. They do have Davis and LeBron back, but. I mean, the rest of the team, there's just no shooting. There's no defense, no team speed. They're, they're old. It is really just a, a complete disaster. So uh, I, I would lay the three here with the Nuggets, the two and a half. I'm surprised the Lakers have taken a little money. I think they've just completely given up on the season. I think Friday night was the death knell. They had New Orleans beat. Yep. They were up six or eight late. Couldn't close the game. You know, LeBron took some bad shots. Couldn't score late. And uh, the Pelicans won. I, I, think, I don't think they're going to get one of these points. I think they're done. 
You you really do. You don't think that LeBron's yeah. kind of just. You don't think he's going to turn it on, huh? You don't think it's. I I kind of actually think that, that to me they will. I mean, I don't think they can beat any one of the teams they would have to play once they get once they get the A seed. But I, I would be surprised. That would that's that's surprising for me. I mean, they're they're, they're kind of healthy. It's not going to save their season, and it's certainly not going to save Vogel's job. Maybe there is so much discontent within within their team that they just mailed it in. Yeah, they've got five to play, and they're a game out of the ten. And by the way, you're right. That number has been driven up. The Nuggets, is, it's been driven up to three, three and a half, Will. Yeah, who's betting the Lakers, man? Not me. Not me. I haven't been betting much this year. I'm not going to start now. And LeBron, I don't know that he's healthy. He hurt his ankle last week. You know, he gutted out Friday, played pretty well. I mean, he's really shot the ball pretty well this season. But I just don't see, you know, he, he's only got so many bullets left. I don't know that he's going to use these bullets, you know, to sneak into a 10 seed to, to get knocked out when a play. And I think he's, you know, more than happy just shutting it down, saying, you know what, it didn't work. We'll figure it out this summer. We'll retool and, and get him next year because it, it's clearly not happening this year. Michael, I got a trade for you because there was just on, on TV, they were just asking the question, is Frank Vogel in danger of losing his job? Huh. Uh, the answer is he's lost his yeah. job. So he's yeah, no, done. This is over. So he can come back to Jersey. And then you can send mm -hmm. Doc. He can rent Doc's house, although Doc has a couple of houses in L.A. But he can rent Doc's house out in L.A. and swap them because you're not a big Doc fan right now. I, I think Doc is going to – I think the Lakers would – if the Lakers called and asked the 76 for permission to talk to Doc, I think it would be granted. I, I'm, just, I'm just guessing, and I think Mike D'Antoni would come in and be the head coach of the 76 That's just – that's a guess. I mean, this is all guess. Is guessing. that educated? You sounds like you know something there. I mean, it's what I, you know, I think it is. I don't know if it's educated. It's, it's hearsay. How do you qualify hearsay? <laughs> I think it could be you know? educated. I think you know something. You know, I, I, I just think to me, if, look, if they don't advance, I mean, today they're, they're playing Cleveland tonight. I don't know where you are in this game, Will. I know you were against them yesterday against the Hornets. I agree with you. But they're playing Cleveland tonight. You know, I don't know if they're going to play their guys. Everybody's betting Philly. The line went from five down to four. You know, there's no bench on Philly back to back. I know they didn't play the fourth quarter a lot of guys. But to me, I, I think Cleveland will give them a really hard game. And if you're going to get four and a half or five in this number, I, I'll be all over it. Yeah, I like I like the Cavs here. I don't trust Philly second night of a back to back, and you just don't know what their motivation is. Philly one night they look great, the other night they lay an egg against the Pistons. I don't know if they care what seed they're going to be. You know, the, these seeding battles are fascinating, and uh, this is a big game for Cleveland. They're home. They're getting four and a half, and if they win, they can pretty much cement the seven seed. If you look at the teams behind them, they are clear like two, three games of these eight, nine seeds. There's a bunch of teams tied eight, nine. You know, Hornets, uh, Hawks, Nets. Nets are actually in some trouble now. So Cavs. Can win today they get to the seven that means two home games all you got to do is win one of them to advance to the main draw so uh i like the four and a half here and again you, you might catch a break here with you know Embiid or harden one of them or both of them oh, Since you just I don't think know so. this well, they'll time. take a night off yeah of course we'll leave bassy down the g league because we don't need the bench but anyway uh, but but brooklyn's got like a four and a half game lead on the wizards who, who could kick them out of the 10th seed no, no, they, they won't they, blow they, that. They but. can't. They, uh, the numbers, uh, Brooklyn can't fall out of the 10, Michael. But the fascinating part about Philly is yesterday, Toronto just hopped Chicago. So Philly right. would talk, like to been, stay for. We've been predicting yeah. that. We've been predicting that. Philly I mean, would no have doubt. liked the. They would have liked the Chicago matchup, but nobody wants to play Toronto right now, right? So there's going to be some right. gamesmanship as far as sitting and resting players because now teams are positioning themselves as far as seeding. Toronto's only two and a half, two games behind Philly. They could hop Philly soon. I mean, they've won five in a row. They're eight and two the last ten games. Toronto. Toronto's playing really good, you know. And 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 again, going into Canada, who's going to play? You know, who plays? 
Oh, Canada. Uh, you got one more. I know that. Is it Milwaukee today? Yeah, Dallas, Milwaukee. Uh, this number open six. It's been bet up to six and a half with the Bucks. Where are you going, Will? Yeah, I'm going to lay it with Milwaukee tentatively. Let me just preface this. These are small plays. The last week of the NBA, if you've been following, good luck. So these are, these are smaller plays. I just want, uh, want to mention that. I do think Milwaukee has a lot of length to throw at Doncic with, you know, Giannis, Middleton, Holiday. They, they do have some athletic wings. And Milwaukee gave up 150 Friday night to L.A. And granted, Giannis was out and they sat some guys. I would think they'd want a little better effort. They're not going to want to duplicate that. So I, I think they'll play hard. Got a chance to actually clinch the division, which uh, I don't know if anyone cares about other than betters because there are division bets out there, but uh, I think a little bit of a better uh, effort here for Milwaukee. I would look for the minus six. If you can find it six and a half, it's getting away from me a little bit. I mean, Dallas was horrendous the other night in Washington. I mean, they just laid a huge, huge egg, you know, and you know, what's funny about the NBA is nobody would expect this, but Dallas and, 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 uh, and Milwaukee have almost identical records. I mean, you know, you wouldn't think that, you know, based on the Milwaukee and being in the East and all that, but in the West Milwaukee would be a four seed. Also, Dallas being the under team this year, which is fascinating, yeah. playing great defense uh, with Jason my man. Kidd. Yeah. Yep. All right. Why don't you tease us? What's coming up on the New York City cast? Going to try to cheer everyone up with the DeGrom, Scherzer news. I mean, it's just, it's bad for baseball. Who knows with, with DeGrom if you can trust him again, but had an undefeated week giving out the picks on the City cast. So if you're not listening, come on, what are you doing? New York City cast, VEASAN.com slash podcast. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good, I love it. That's a great plug. My in. man hustles guests now. My man, he's promoting. He's doing his job. He's getting it going. I, I love it. Maybe you can go on his uh, podcast and do your mock draft. I, I, will you stop? <laughs> Let's do it, please. I'm Come not on, doing a mock. Too, I had to do it. I, I'm not doing funny. a mock. I mean, you know, I, I was yelled at by Al Davis. That entitles me to not ever have to do a mock. Anybody <laughs> who's been yelled at by him, you're allowed to get off that I, road. I, I totally agree. Will, thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you, Will. All right, see you guys. Michael, thank you, Stephen right Bond. Early tomorrow Wonderful morning. job, Stephen Bond. Wonderful job. <laughs> okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Scott and Femi coming up next here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip-hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.